Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. I've got our friend Richard from Charlottesville Spurs on the line. Richard, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Just uh, hanging in there, checking Twitter every three minutes, waiting on the announcement of our new coach. So, probably like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. So what do you feel about Poch potentially coming back to Tottenham? How do you feel about that? You know, I've had so many debates about this. It's uh, it's really a loaded question, man. You know, I, I think first and foremost, as any Spurs fan, everybody loves Mauricio Pochettino. I mean, everybody, you can't you can't be a Spurs fan and, and not love what he did for the time that he was here, right? Um, but if you say anything else, what I figured out is if you're not 100% on board, then somehow you're not a Spurs fan and you don't like Poch. So I'm in the camp of I like him a lot. I love what he did. I was there when he rebuilt the team. Uh, I was, you know, sitting in Champions League games, watching our team play in London. Um, and I was also there when he lost 7-2 to Bayern. I was there when we were in 13th with the injuries. I was there when he was rolling out lineups that I couldn't stand. Um, you know, my, my, my take is this. Would I love him to come back? Yes. Do I want Conte more? Yes. So it doesn't mean I don't like Mauricio Pochettino. It doesn't mean I won't be incredibly happy if he returns. But a lot's got to change uh, for anybody to come in and take over this team. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's a tough question, man. He he was here for five years. I loved everything he did. But, you know, it's not blasphemous to say that he didn't even win us a domestic cup. I mean, we didn't win anything in five years. We came really close, and he did it with – a questionable team, barely any backing, considerably less spending. I get all that. I really do. Um, and it doesn't to say I don't want him back. I do. But there are probably two other choices that, you know, Conte being one, Hog being the other, that I would take and probably him third. I'd be happy with all three. I won't be happy if we have the same lineup. So, you know, it's a complex question. Sorry to ramble on, but it's just you can't just say yes or no, you know. It's, it's a lot to go behind it. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. This is your this is your way of expressing your views. We want everybody to understand what your views are. So you mentioned the Conti, yes. you mentioned Poch. Who's the third guy? Was that Eddie Howe? No, it'd be Ten Hag from... What would change now if Maurizio Pochettino came back to Tottenham, assuming Levy's not going to change? What's going to change? As you said, he didn't win us anything. Everybody loves him at Tottenham for what he did to that club. He transformed them from a has I do to an elite club, yeah, so everybody loves him. But the thing is, I'm worried about him coming back. He's going to get the same old rubbish from Levy and he's not going to be able to achieve. And I don't want him to ruin his legacy. At the moment, he's a hero to everybody. I don't want him to come back and fail, God forbid, and then he's just a failure. I don't really want that. Yeah, I'm with you. It's really a no-win situation for him, you know. It's it's so hard and... Um, that's another thing. I, I, I said that exact same thing that you just said, man. He, if he comes back, he literally has to finish better than, you know, in the back in Champions League with probably without Kane and probably with a roster that comes nowhere near to, you know, to the other clubs um, that are going to be in the top four. Um, you know, I just, yeah, something has to change. Hitchin has to go. Levy has to go. They have to. We really have to get some spinning. The other problem I have with with Pochettino is a lot of the, the people that we signed are his. Yep. You know, not that we signed a lot. And I, look, we he there was a I think I mean, if I recall there was a summer where we didn't spend any money. We didn't sign one person. But some of the when I look at the roster, um, yeah, I don't. It's just a tough one, man. I I, I would love him back. I, I would if 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 they announce him today. I'm all for it, but my God, dude, he has to have control. He's got to be able to spend money, and we've got to get a team around him. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, we've got, you know, the question for me is we've got two major things. Is Kane going to stay? Does Pochettino keep him there? Uh, you know, it certainly, certainly looks like City after that performance in the Champions League. They need a striker. They're going to go get him. So, yeah. I don't know. I think Cam, who's on our team as well, brought up a really good point that he was fired to keep Harry Kane at the club because we weren't achieving anything. So we brought Mourinho in to hopefully win things to keep Harry Kane. And now Mourinho's yeah. gone, and now we're trying to bring Proch in to bring Harry Kane. But Harry Kane was going to leave because of Proch yeah. anyway because we weren't winning anything. So I'm not sure where that's going. Yeah. 
There's a bit of a manager merry-go-round here, um, Richard. We've got we've got Conti, we've got Zidane, and we've got Poch, and we've got three roles. We've got Real Madrid, PSG, and Tottenham. Obviously, Tottenham's the lesser of all three of those. So there's a yeah. there's a feeling here, and I'll get your view on it. There's a feeling here in the UK that Poch is just playing us against, so he can get a better deal from Real Madrid, and you know stuff like that. Get Real Madrid to act a bit quicker. What do you think about that? I mean, listen, like let's be honest. You know, he, Poch loves the fans. I think he loves the culture. Do you think Poch liked being fired the way he did by Levy and the board? I mean, I go for it. But I, I don't blame him, man. That, that's why it's so bizarre to me that, you know, that Levy can think he could just go back and, you know, and all of a sudden Poch would come back and save this disaster that was this season. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, 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 I would back that theory, you know, that Poch has got to do what's best for him. And um, I just find it interesting that he would want to come back to this, you know, and that, that makes me, if it's true and you never know, I mean, he said that close one day he'd like to come back. I always thought that day was going to be after Levy and after Enoch and after there were a lot of changes. Um, I didn't know it was going to be the following year. So, I, that that doesn't surprise me um, at all that he would be doing that because I just deep you know the way he left was you know it was probably the most unceremoniously you know sacking I've seen for what he did for the club and I've always wondered could he ever come back after that could he ever be in the same room with Levy you know after he was just like like that so quickly yeah, so like- after all that he's done. If Levy's trying to get him back, obviously Levy thinks he's made a mistake by firing him in the first place. But uh, uh, yeah, but I would go back there. He should he should be playing both sides, and maybe he is getting a better deal. I mean, I think they're all everybody's going to do that at this point. So we've got a feeling that whoever PSG and Madrid don't take, we'll get that. So if Zidane goes to PSG, which is a French guy, he potentially wants to go to PSG. Yeah. If uh, um, if Pochettino goes to Real Madrid, then I think we win because we get the best one out of all three of them, which is Antonio Conte. I think, as you said, I'm with he's you. a born winner. He's going to ruffle a few th- feathers in that dressing room and he's going to get things done. Now, if he's got more to spend, he's got a way he plays, back five, you know, wing backs, might suit Tottenham with Matt Doherty, etc. You know, what's your thoughts on that, Richard, of Conte taking over? Well, I was... Yeah, I mean, I, Conte's my first choice. I also like the, I also like Ten Hag. I, I really do. Um, I, I think he plays that attacking Dutch style football, but I think with Conte, what he did at Inter, what he did at Chelsea, you know, he, the guy is a winner. He takes mid table clubs, which let's be honest, that's what we are now. He turns them around. He does it with very little. Uh, and he, and, and he gets some places. My, the only counter argument, argument to that, and I'd like, you know, that people have asked me, is what's the difference between Conti and Mourinho? Um, and that, that's a tough one to answer. They're both went, you know, maybe it's the style and the alienation of what Mourinho did in the archaic football, but, you know, we need a winner. We were on the right track with that. I love what Potts did, but I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Conti is the right choice. I think- maybe he can get Kane to stay, but, you know, back, back to what you said about your pal. Yeah, I mean, Kane was about to leave, and I think that was one of the reasons why probably they brought in Mourinho. Exactly. Now, so you said about Conti being Mourinho, but Conti's actually won the league. Just just won Serie A with um, Inter. He won he won the you know the, the the Premier League a couple of seasons ago. He's actually a more younger coach. He's he's done it yeah. recently. I can't remember the time last time uh, the Mourinho won the league. I think it'd be a better deal actually, and. Um, he actually yeah. could bring Lukaku with him to replace Kane, and maybe. What do you reckon about this? Christian Eriksen may come back to Tottenham with Antonio Conte because Conte's got the best out of Eriksen now, hasn't he? Yeah. I, so that's again. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be like Eriksen. The way he played the last couple of games, I felt like he just bend it. I don't think he tried. I was actually disgusted at him in his last few outings for Tottenham. So he's got to do a lot to earn my. The way he wanted to leave, I just didn't, I didn't like anything about Erickson, man. That was the dark days of Tottenham when we were, what did we have, 13 games without a win? And, you know, Kane was hurt and Son was hurt and Erickson was, you know, out there just giving the ball away and halfway jogging. So, I mean, I, I just want a clean start. I really do. If, if it's Conti, I want him to come in and just start getting rid of the players that don't belong at the club anymore. Aurier, Sissoko. 
uh, you know, the list goes on, right? Um, he has already said in the press that he's not signing a new contract, yeah. so he's going to be going. Which other players would you get rid of? I think we've had the discussion before, but just want to yeah, we've had this discussion. So, you'd get rid of Aurier, Sissoko, Winks. Would you get rid of Winks? I would get rid of Winks. I would. I'd get rid of Dyer and I would get rid of Lamella. Um, I, I just think there's we just need a new identity, man. And I think we, we, we need to get rid of those players that have been through the majority of the, the, the demise of Potch and sort of the demise of Jose. And there's a, that, that core right there that you mentioned. I'm on the fence about Sanchez. I really think Sanchez actually played harsh for the bat. I just don't think he's skillful enough at times. Uh, but, you know, I want to see the younger, the, the young, you know, Jaffet and Roden. I think e- even Toby is getting to that point where, you know, it's time to just it's time to move on and 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 build a young core of players um, around. You know what we have up front. You know, um, I, mean, I think to, we do. Going back to Poch, Richard. I mean, anybody who's a manager of PSG is meant to automatically win. You know, the French first division, and he didn't win that. He got knocked out of the Champions League. Yeah, do, second. Yeah, do we really want him back or not? I mean, uh, Conti's won Serie A in a much harder league. You know, the, the Italian league is quite hard. You play <laughs> Napoli, AC Milan, all these hard teams. And he's actually won it. I don't know how many points. He won it by 12 points. So he's done really well. I'd rather have to... We've, we've got to get Conti. Anybody else, even Ten Hag, I don't, want, him. I don't want Ten Hag because the Eredivisie is a very is not as strong as the Serie A. And I think he would struggle in Premier League. Yeah. We've got to get Pochettino came second yeah. in a one-man race. Exactly. That's what right. He came third in a two-horse race and second in a one-man race. That's Pochettino for you. Yeah, and I think, you know, again, going back, I always have to qualify this because if you say like you are and like I am, I think we are on the exact same page. It doesn't mean I don't love Pochettino and all that he's done for our club by saying that I don't want him back right now. Maybe at a time, but he had his chance. It's too. It's gonna, you know, let, why taint the man's legacy? Like you said, let's get let's get a proven winner on the international stage. Um, that's done it in the EPL. That's done it abroad. That's done it recently. The only drawback of Conti is just another ex Chelsea manager, you know. And I've just got to hear my Chelsea friends talk about how we take all their rejects. Yeah, but um, but other than that, he won the league and he won the FA Cup, so hardly a reject. But anyway. I know, but it's just, I'm with you, man. I want him. Yeah, I want him. Yeah, I want him as well. Richard, your final thoughts on the managers? Because there's a big vacuum there. Until we appoint a manager, we can't buy any players. We can't sell any players. We can't do anything, really. So why, how quickly do you want a new manager? And give us your final thoughts. Yeah, you know, I want the manager um, as soon as possible. I I thought there was a cryptic tweet that Tottenham sent out, picture of the stadium. It had the blue and the gray dots. You know, I was thinking right away, uh, a buddy of mine, Jimmy Tharp, said, that's the Argentinian flag color. So I said, uh-oh, here it comes. And then it just went dark. So uh, I thought it was coming right now. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to happen this week. I would be, uh, you know, I think by Friday we'll know something, and then we can move on, and then we can start tackling whether or not we get the greatest striker in the world back on our team. But that's going to have to probably wait until after Euros. But I'm with you. I think it's got to be Conti. It's got to be this week. Let's break the bank. Let's get him in. And let's, let's, let's start. Let's have him bring some players uh, around him, whether it's like, you know, um, and let's go from there. So, listen, what we'll do is once the new manager's announced, we'll have a, we'll have another call with you to get your thoughts on the new Let's do it. So and if it's Conti, let's start celebrating and plotting our return back to Champions League. Exactly. And give us a come on you Spurs before you go then. <laughs> All right, everybody. Come on, you Spurs. Thanks, Richard. Later, man. Always good talking to you. All the best, best, buddy. Thank you. Take care now. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. I've got Jacob, a Spurs fan from London with us on the line. Hello, Jacob. Yo. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm not too bad, not too bad. Jacob, give us your thoughts about the rumours about potentially Pochettino coming back to Tottenham. What do you think about that? Um, I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put the bromance to one side. In terms of footballing terms, what do you think about it? <laughs> um, well, first of all, I think it's uh, not going to happen because... Uh, First of all, I think he's contracted at PSG for at least for a year and they're probably going to extend the contract as well. Yep. Um, and 
I just think nice things don't happen to us like lately, and that would be a very nice thing to happen. Um, yeah, I also, I also, I'm not entirely sure if I want it to happen as well. Um, why would you yeah, I think... to happen, Jacob? What would stop you from welcoming back with open arms? What's sort of your hesitation there? Um, I just think, first of all, I think not enough has changed at the club, right? I think we're kind of, there's been multiple points where we've been at a kind of precipice where I've gone, okay, Daniel Levy has to spend money here. He has to invest at the right time, the right players. He has to get his crap together, basically. And he just hasn't done it. Like, he did it after we came second in the league. He did that after the failed title race with Leicester. He did it after the um, Champions League final. He didn't really invest where he needed to to invest. Um, and I just feel like now is a time where it's like, okay, okay. Now we really have to get our crap together. Now you have to rebuild. You have to sell players. And I'd kind, I'd kind of be an idiot for expecting him to do it now. And I think that is probably the main prerequisite for Poch coming back. Um, I also think I also. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Jacob. Sorry, there's a bit of a delay on your end. Go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, I think also. Um, I I love Poch, and I think if you look at because me and my boy, uh, me and my boy Mario were kind of just talking about it and going back through some of the most ridiculous results we had, like going through the the stats for the sixteen seventeen season where we scored the most goals and conceded the least goals, and looking at um. Somebody did a tweet about how Liverpool were in the group of death for the year that they won the Champions League. And I went back and looked at our group. And it was like Barcelona, uh, PSV, Inter Milan. We got out of that group looking at the year before Real Madrid, Borussia Dortmund. And we got out of that group without losing. Like we were ridiculous in the pot era. Yeah. But we just kind of came up short. And I don't think there's enough. I don't think enough has changed either with the club or or with Poch to make me think like, okay, now even if we do end up having the best team in the league again, we'll get over that line. Like I just, I just, don't, I think it's a bit too soon. Yeah. Do you think there's an element of Poch playing us? I mean, the real job that he wants is Real Madrid. Uh, do you think there's an element that he's just playing Spurs off against Real Madrid so he can get the best deal from Real Madrid and also to speed Real Madrid up? So saying, look, Tottenham potentially come in for me. If you want me, you better get me now. Do you think there's an element to that? No, because I mean, Poch is because I've like I read his book and we've seen him in interviews, and I think Poch is a romantic. Like he put everything into Tottenham. Like I went on, I went on like a stadium tour of Tottenham, and the amount of times the tour guy was like, "Oh yeah," and Maurizio had a personal input on this room. Oh, he had a personal input. Like he helped to build the inside of the stadium, so he has very very personal stakes in Tottenham. So I feel like he would never use them as a bargaining chip. Like if he is kind of courting both Tottenham and Real Madrid, it's because in his mind, he's like, I really want to go to Tottenham, but I also really want to go to Real Madrid. So I don't think it's a kind of like playing them off against each other. I think at worst, it's him being a bit struggling to decide. And I think he would probably prefer at the stage he is now in his career. I think he would prefer Tottenham because I think going to the top, top, top club is a bit of a pass now, especially the state Real Madrid. But the thing is, these Real Madrid positions don't come up every day, you know. And if it comes up, you want to you want to try and grab it with both hands because it may be another five, six years before it comes up again if the new manager is really successful. So, do you think it's a case of he needs to take yeah. the opportunity now? He might not get offered it again. It may be five or six years, but it could be like one year. <laughs> and I just think, like, I think both Tottenham and Real Madrid are two clubs that are desperately in need of a kind of new dynasty. Like they need a kind of manager who will completely take over the club, completely rebuild the squad in his own image and make it self-sufficient. And I think, yes, I don't, first of all, I think Real Madrid are in quite a lot of debt. So I can't see them, they might have the pull power, but I can't see them being the kind of part part of the they were before. Um, Yeah, and I think Poch is, as a person, he's a lot about vibes and he's a lot about energy. I think Ramage is probably one of the worst vibes in like in world football. Yeah. Like you see how they treat Gareth Bale, like because I, I don't know what I don't know what their problem. I guess because he wasn't Cristiano Ronaldo, but he still had the audacity to score goals for them. Yeah. And win finals for them. Yeah. But yeah, I just think if he maybe it's just a bit of maybe it's kind of going a bit too deep into that romanticism. But I do think he would probably go for Tottenham. 
Okay, I mean, and if nothing change, I mean, rumors are he's going to get 150 million to spend and can do whatever he wants with it and change it and all that. Do you see Livy change? I mean, he doesn't change his, a leopard doesn't change his spots unless he's seen the light or something. What's going to change? This is my big worry, you know. Poch comes back. He's got a great legacy at the moment, Jacob. Everybody loves him. If he comes back and, God forbid, there's an issue and it doesn't work and we do even worse, it's going to ruin his legacy. That's what I'm worried about. Well, there's a few things to that. I think. One thing is that Levy, yeah, you're right. Like Levy, uh, a leopard doesn't change his spots. But one thing about Levy is that he will always do something when he is financially backed into a corner. Mm-hmm. And I think right now he's made a string of terrible decisions. Like sacking Pot, well, not backing Pot was a bad decision. I think sacking him at the point that he did wasn't the best decision. I can understand why he did it. Hiring Mourinho and literally put, staking his career on it. But having a documentary crew come in and film how Mourinho was the greatest thing at Tottenham, all, all really, really high-profile mistakes, and losing the Carabao Cup, high-profile mistakes. And I just think that now we've gotten to a point where how well the football club does on the pitch now has a massive say on how it does off the pitch. Like they need Champions League money. Yeah. They need yeah. they need like they need reasons to keep them in the Super League conversation, which I'm sure they're still going to have. So I think Levy kind of has no choice but to back. He he needs to refresh the team. Like it's gone to a point where the team can't be allowed to stay the way it is. You have a lot of players like Orient Suzuki who want out. You have way too many um, foreign players in. Like we're way over the quota. So I think it's gone to the point where his hand has to be forced. So what if if Poch doesn't come back for whatever reason, goes to Real Madrid? There's this merry-go-round, is there? You got Poch, Conte, and Zidane, and you got Real Madrid, PSG, and Tottenham. Three, three clubs they're looking for if if Poch goes to Real Madrid and Zidane goes to PSG how do you feel about having Antonio Conte at Tottenham uh, his hair is so weird <laughs> I know <laughs> I know he's definitely had a hair transplant but other than that what do you think about him he is a winner he's won the Premier League he's won Serie A he's won the FA Cup he's a winner I think I think you and me of all people know best that uh, to be a bit skeptical of winners um, I just yeah, I think I think he did he did really good he did he did bits with a really not a great Chelsea team like I think their defense was like yeah. Cahill and some crap and Victor he did Moses he did right really, wing back, wasn't he Victor Moses at right wing back he, yeah and, I, and I was, yeah and I'm like I'm half Nigerian so I love Victor Moses but I don't want him at left wing back in my team. <laughs> uh, I just think we remember him having an amazing game against us in the FA Cup. Yeah. yeah um. But yeah, I think I because this team is in such dire. I I think I think my thing about my thing about Conte is that I think this team is in dire need of a rebuild from top to bottom, and that includes like from the academy upwards. So I just I think there needs to be a complete change in the culture of Tottenham Hotspur, and I don't think Conte is the person to do that because I do think what we need right now is a project manager to completely. Because not only not only did we come to the end of cycle after Poch left, but then we had the Mourinho year where everything is just kind of out of whack. Like the players aren't fit anymore. Things are so toxic. Like there's a lot of different agendas in the club. I just think it needs to be like a massive clear out. And I don't think Conte's manager to really do that. Sure, no, I understand that. Yeah, that's a fair point. And obviously, I don't think there's any chance Zidane is going to come. Apparently, when he said, "Will you be going to Tottenham?" He said, "Who are they?" So um, he obviously doesn't. No, I'm just joking. He knows about Tottenham, but I don't, yeah. I don't think he's a great manager. I think he had a great team at Madrid, and he's, he's yeah, managing. And he's, and, he's, and he's too bald. And I think what if you, you have got like... against bald men, I'm a bald man as well. What have you got against bald <laughs> men, mate? That's very, think, that's very uh, follicleist, isn't it? I don't know what the word is, but. <laughs> In isolation, I just think if you have both Levy and Zidane, I think things just get a bit too. Like if it's a sunny day, if it's a sunny day, you're just you're just blind, right? Yeah, you could put a cap on like I do. But it's great, Jacob. Thank you very much for your time. That's been really insightful for me. Any final thoughts for the viewers on what you think? We need to, we need an appointment very quickly because there's a vacuum. We can't sell players. We can't buy players until the new manager comes in. And sorry, I forgot to ask you a question. Is Harry Kane going to stay if Pochettino comes back? I forgot to ask you that. What's your thoughts? Um, I think he won't. I do think it'll, it'll change his thinking a bit because he'll have somebody who knows him, who knows his mates. But I do think Harry Kane understands better than anybody that the club needs a massive rebuild. So I don't see how Poch coming back would... Re- I don't think any manager coming back could really change his mind because he's had, he's had Poch, then he had Mar- Mar- Mourinho, the guaranteed winner, 
and he saw Mourinho's struggle within the club structure. So I think he realizes the problem is the club and not the manager. Sure. So I don't, I don't think. Excellent, Jacob. Thank you very much. So what we normally do is people who come to the video to this to the channel, we get them to leave with a "Come on, you Spurs." So give us a big "Come on, you Spurs" before you go, Jacob. Come on, you Spurs. Thanks, mate. Take care. All the best, and thank you no for, problem, your, uh, for your insightful, in, in, you know, uh, oh, words. There. One you. last, one last opinion as well. Um, I want whatever manager won't sell Davinson Sanchez. Okay. Well, I think you're going to struggle there because I think whoever comes in is going to get rid of him. <laughs> He's first on the list. <laughs> You, I think you've got a man crush on Sanchez as well, but we won't talk about it. We'll save that for another another video. That's Gazaniga. Gazaniga is my first love. So you've got yeah. Gazaniga, uh, Pochettino, <laughs> Sanchez. Good luck, mate. You've got the whole team to go to. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Have a great evening. Speak soon, yeah? Cool. All the best, mate. No worries. Bye. Bye. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. On the line, I've got Steve Singh from London. Hello, Steve. Hello, Ray. How's it going? Very well, my friend. Very well. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Thanks for your time, Steve. I just want to do a quick call with you to get your thoughts on, you know, all these rumours about this manager merry-go-round, Poch, Conti and Zidane, and you've got PSG, Madrid and Tottenham. Uh, just give us your thoughts. I know you've got a lot of inside knowledge. Just give us your thoughts about what you think is going to happen over the next few days. Um, well, the talk that I'm hearing is that Pochettino is coming back. Um, so. Yeah, that's basically what I'm hearing. Um, it's one of those deals that it's a now or never. Yep. Um, so the, the timing everyone is saying couldn't be so wrong, but then the timing at the same time couldn't be so right. And I don't think it's either it either happens now or it never happens. So are you, um, are you saying that Poch either comes back now or he won't come back? Ever or for a very long time? Is that what you're saying? He won't come back ever. Oh, okay. He won't come back. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, so we all know that Tottenham need to uh, a, a complete overhaul or, or an overhaul of at least six or so players. Let's be realistic. We're probably not going to get rid of like everyone, but you would say that we would need five or six start starting players um, in there, potentially maybe more if um, if Kane were to leave, which he won't. But that's um, you are going to need four to five just to freshen that squad up. And so, if you get somebody like a Conte in, it doesn't work. Then you're back to square one again. So, and the thing is, is you would have wasted all of those monies on players that the new manager or Pochettino doesn't fancy, what's the point in doing that? Yep. So it's a, it's, a, it's a now or never. But Pochettino, what's changed from now and when he left 18 months ago, whenever it was? What's changed? I mean, Daniel Levy's still there. The constraints are probably even worse now because we've had a pandemic. What makes you think it's going to be any better this time around, Steve? Just um, to be fair, if in all honesty... I would have preferred it to have been a little bit further down and he would have cut his cloth, learned a few things um, because he's quite, in terms of management, he's quite a novice. um, And obviously he's not, um, these kind of managers, they need an opportunity at a big gig. And I think that he's obviously, he's earned that through working his way up. And he's earned that. He's earned obviously that at PSG. And um, okay, when he took him over, they were a point behind Lil. When he finished the season, they were a point behind Lil. So I think he lost uh, quite a few games there as well. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but he kind of just pretty much it was just a snapshot of when he took took over the club when he finished his tenure it was pretty much just a it was the same points um he ended up losing the league by a point mm. um i don't i would have liked it further down the line mm. but if it's a case of it's now or never then i'll, t- I'll take him now and this business about psg you know exercising the option on one year on his contract. That doesn't mean anything. All that means is they want more money for him if he does go. That correct? Get, well, that's exactly it. So you're going to get more compensation for him. Yeah. Yep. 
So um, it's it's one of these is is too. I I honestly think if if I take my stance on it, I think that a deal was potentially done for maybe uh, I could I could be wide off the mark, but I definitely think that we looked at uh, um, like a ten hog and potentially a deal was done. I don't know who the, the manager it was done for, but I reckon there was a done deal, and then we just had two or three game changers that, like, if a manager like Conte comes in, yep. uh, who's a tried and tested over a prospect manager, like a Ten Hag, it could go either way. It's a 50-50, and that's, it's a massive risk. So I think, obviously, we moved our attention to Conte, and from Conte, then you have a, a situation where Poch is there. Then you go back to kind of, it's, it's, it's one of them, I hear rumours that we've got thousands, not hundreds of season ticket holders who haven't renewed their season tickets. I'm in, gr- I'm in WhatsApp groups with a lot of Spurs fans, yep. and so many of them are just waiting. And I think the deadline is the third. So they've right. got two days. Yeah. So they've got two days. And you think if they appoint Poch, then obviously there's going to be a big rush for season tickets, etc. Well, such there's, a the sentimental, there's the yeah. sentimental connection. So the fans know that he obviously can do a job and they rate his ability as a manager. And he was playing our brand of football. Granted, towards the end, the results were, were bad. But I think you had a lot of factors there. Like Ericsson's head had turned. Um, and as a result of Ericsson not playing, uh, Delhi wasn't the same player. And then you had still had the massive void that uh, Dembele left. Yep. And that was never filled. Mm-hmm. And um, then obviously Vertonghen, he got a little bit older. These, these, it was a whole, uh, it was a whole uh, combination of things. Cat- yeah, yeah combination, combination of things, things that happened. Yeah, and, all at the same time to go against him. But your heart's telling you Poch. Your head is your head telling you Poch as well, or your head telling you Conte? Hundred percent. Your head and your heart both telling you Poch. Yeah, it's Poch. If you're going to give somebody, because everyone at the at every single one of the fans said. Why did you sack Mourinho? You should have just given that money to 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 Poch. Uh, yeah, exactly. Why did you? Sorry, why did you sack uh, Poch. Pochettino? Just give the money. You yeah. should have given. Yeah, you should have. You should have backed him. Um, and then obviously this has been a very expensive way of doing it, mm. and we probably lost out a good part of what. I don't know how much these compensation packages, and you don't know how much to believe, but we're talking double digit millions. Yeah, but I mean, Poch has brought in some duds as well, like Sanchez is a dud. He brought in Vincent Janssen. There must be others that Poch has brought in. So, but it happens to every manager. Every manager buys dud, uh, you know, duds and buys good players. So if Poch gets the money, then he could potentially do something. But the thing is, if Poch gets, if you were Poch and you had an option of Real Madrid and Tottenham, are you going to choose Tottenham? I think so. Okay, only for the, the emotional link, because obviously Real Madrid is a bigger club than us. Oh yeah, of course. That's that's not that. Um, but I genuinely believe that there is also an emotional link. But from I mean, this this is from reading um, uh, like articles just about people who, who clearly um, know him better. Like Gian Balaguer's come on and said and said things, and he had uh, part to help with his uh, with his book. Yeah, um, yep. and. He's come out and said that he the he's a very different from most other people in terms of that family and his values. He's very kind of uh, loyal, and there's certain things that he holds as sacred, and it's that whole family feel not only as a club, but his family have settled in London. Yeah, and yeah. he hasn't sold his house. Yeah. And his family didn't move out to, well, his son's still playing in London. And uh, his wife never left the the home in in England either. So sometimes if someone said to you, I'll give you two million pounds, you know, uh, a season or whatever, uh, two million pounds a year, but you're not going to see your family. Some people, sometimes you have to strike that happy medium. 
Um, so that's that's where he's going to find it. That's he's going to find that very hard. Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't think there's other things. Um, certain people who who want money, money who are driven by money, they might obviously take that. Some people are driven by success. Yeah. And yeah. how they're going to be perceived. But some people just like they like hold those that are around them there like their family, you can't put a price on that. So no amount of success, no salary is ever going to pay that. So that's the part that I think that people are not understanding. And there's pictures of him that he's put on his social media. He's in London. And he has been for this last, like, last two weeks since his voice was obviously coming out. He's, He's been sounded out. There's no questions. And I think that they both know that it's either now or never, because then you don't know, maybe in a year, two years, he gets offered a, a, a bigger and better job than PSG. What if he gets sacked by PSG in three months' time yep. and Tottenham are sailing with a different manager? Yep. Now, it's, isn't yeah. there a danger, Steve, that at the moment he left, he, everybody loves him, he can't do anything wrong for any Tottenham. I've never heard a Tottenham fan say anything bad about Poch. So his legacy is there. Is there a danger if he comes back and it all goes belly up and it doesn't work out and he gets the wrong players and, you know, we're in, like, languishing near the bottom? You know, is Levy going to take that risk that this could happen again and he can't fire him because he's fi- he fired him once already and got it wrong? What do you think? I don't think so. I think that he's clearly shown that um, he's improved players, um, and I, th- I just, I genuinely think he's a very good. He's very naive, um, like no, not naive. He's very stubborn. Yeah, I would say, and he never used to. We always used to do it every single game. He only used to have a plan A and he never had a plan B. So we would always do that high press, high press, high press. But then when teams kind of sussed it out and then started playing um, like two banks of four, basically, he would struggle, wouldn't have any plan B, would end up having 80% possession, camped in the opposition's half, and they'll score like a free kick off somebody's like, um, you know, backside or something. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was just one of them that we then didn't know how to break down the teams. And I thought towards the end of his tenure, he changed his tactics and he was started doing this playing from playing out from the back. Granted, he didn't have the players to do that, but he did make kind of small uh, adaptations, and he was um, so he did show willingness to to obviously tactically change things. And if you look at the long ball statistics, how he he was compared to long balls played within his first uh, like a couple of years at Spurs, compared to his last eighteen months at Spurs, we were going a lot more. Route one, yeah. um, maybe because we didn't have the pl- player personnel um, to play the high press, but he did show that he's obviously changed his um, yeah. his his ways. So, so if he does yeah. come back, Steve, then you know obviously somebody like Toby Toby Alderweireld is not going to be around for much longer. Which other players do you think are at risk of being removed from the club if Poch does? I mean, let, let's let's put it this way: if Poch comes back. Who's going to be on his list to get out of that club? Because you said he's going to do a rebuild, and I agree with you. But who is the people that he's going to get rid of? Who do you think? Toby's definitely gone. Toby, I know he's definitely going to go, yeah. Who else do you think? So Toby will be gone. I think that... uh, I think Lamella will be gone. Even though he's Argentinian and loves Argentinian players. I think Lamella will be gone. I think that if you get... Like he's it just purely as a business selling. Like there will be players that have got very. If you can kind of get money for them as opposed to nothing for them, mm. those those are the players. So I'm not thinking of like what sort of squad value. If you said to Poch, oh, do you want to keep Musa Sissoko for another season mm. to do a job, or would you rather put that money? 
into beefing up the squad to mm. a younger prospect mm. or an upgrade, mm. I think he'll choose the latter. So these sort of players like Sissoko, he'll be gone. Not not because he hates them or anything. I just think that you've got to a thing, your shelf life, you're at the end of your shelf life. Your sell-by date's coming to too too close and uh, these kind of players will be gone so Sissoko for me will be gone I think Harry Winks could go and that will people because I think that Harry Winks is one of those that he's got the British tax so being homegrown that tax he holds that and uh, I think he could command a semi-sizable fee Mm. so Harry Winks Alderweireld, Viral, Sissoko, Oreo's already said and he wants to go. He's going to Oreo, and then Dyer, I think Dyer will be gone. And a five or six, okay. And then hopefully, but he's got to get him in quickly so that he can start getting the players that he wants. You know, it's not going to be, you know, after the Euros, he needs to start getting the players that he wants. So this announcement, when do you think it's going to be made, Steve, about the new manager? Um, well, I was initially thinking that it's going to be made before the, um, before the deadline. So I was I went on and said it was going to be tomorrow, but I don't think it is. Which deadline are you talking about? Little, so the deadline for season ticket renewals. Oh, I sorry, sorry, yeah, okay, str- yeah, yeah, sorry. They yeah, were yeah. strategically going to place <laughs> it um, just before then to kind of get the G up yep, from yep. from the from the fans, mm. but uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be potentially Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, so there's I a, think you're just vac- going to There's a vacuum there. It needs to be filled really quickly. I mean, I've spoken to quite a few first fans, and it's 50-50. Some saying, no, he shouldn't come back. He didn't do anything. I mean, we had great football, but we didn't actually win anything. He needed a winner. And there's fans like you saying that he's going to change now because he's going to get money. He can rebuild the squad. All the deadwood that he tried to get out 18 months ago, he will be able to get him out this time. So let's see what happens. I think there's interesting times ahead, whatever happens. So you don't, he- you don't think Conte is going to come then? I don't, I don't. I don't think he'll. He'll. He's. He strikes me as one of these that won't play second fiddle. Yeah. So if you're if you're kind of getting in bed with another manager, yeah. he won't want any of that. Okay. You've kind of you you. It's either him. You either buy him, into yeah. him, and or, or it's all on all or nothing. You can't be like secretly, yeah. you know, uh, coaxing other managers or you know trying to line them up. And it's like, well, what does that? How does that make you feel? Yeah. Um, being kind of like a second best or third choice. So I don't think he'll get strung along. So that's where the Conti was definitely on the table. I don't dispute that. But then sometimes the planets like the planets align yeah. and then yeah. something falls into place. Yeah, because I, I can't think Conti would have left Inter without something else on the you know in the pipeline. No. It's not that stupidity, no. surely. No, I don't know what so, he was thinking there, but maybe, I don't know, we'll see. It'll all come to fruition, as you said, in the next few days. I don't think Levy can leave it too much longer. Well, the, 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 the also another thing uh, with regards to Poch is I think that he, maybe this was, um, maybe this was the Levy's expectations where he valued top four above a trophy Mm-hmm. And where he publicly came out and said that, oh, or oh, I don't care about the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup. Um, I care about the league and Champions League. And uh, so he openly come out and said that. And then that we as fans, we're, we're obviously, we've been deprived of silverware for so many years mm-hmm. that we're basically, we'll take whatever we can get. And I think that he will take the cup series. Yeah, because that's one thing I didn't like about him. He was playing second-hand teams in the, or second-string teams in the Carabao and the FA Cup. And I'm thinking beggars can't be choosers. We haven't won anything for so long. Yeah, you can't pick and I choose think... who you're going to play. So I hope he does change that, really, because we've got a good chance. In the Cups, it's a one-off match. You never know. I think that's come from the top, though. Yeah. Because if someone sets that sets out your like uh, these are your targets mm. and you're measured across them. And then obviously if top four is his target, yep. he got top four five times out of, like he got it four, was it yep. five seasons out of six? Yep. yep. Five seasons so out really of six, well, he yeah. got your top four. Yep. So he's hit that, he's hit that target. So then if he's not measured on a cup win or anything like that, what does he care? Yep. 
Okay, Steve. Well, listen, that's the money spinner. Yep. Yep. No, I agree. Listen, Steve, it's been great chatting to you. Appreciate your time. Final thoughts, and then you've got to finish with a come on you Spurs like we always do. But give us your final words and finish with a come on you Spurs. Final thoughts is I think Potty's is going to be back. And I would probably say by Thursday, Friday, if not sooner. Okay. And a come on you so, Spurs? Yeah. Come on you Spurs. Excellent. Thanks, Everybody, Steve. welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. I've got Terry on the line from Vermont. Hello, Terry. Hi, Ray. Thanks for having me. No worries, buddy. Um, thanks for joining the the show today. I just wanted to get your thoughts on these rumours going around about Maurizio Pochettino potentially returning to Tottenham. What's your thoughts on that, Terry? Well, um, it's I think it's terribly exciting. At first, I didn't, I didn't really believe the rumours. Um, I thought, you know, there were just so many rumours. Um, but now I'm starting to believe them. Um, and so uh, I think it's super, super exciting. I think it, I think it'd be great. However, I'm also a little um, apprehensive about it because it seems a little weird, a little strange to, to sack a manager and then bring him back a year later. I don't know when we've last seen that or if at all, just with that with such a short time span. So that's a little unusual. Um, you know, I was, I was, really a big Pochettino fan when he was with Spurs. I, um, I saw his last game as manager, as a matter of fact. Um, so uh, I thought it was an end of a Spurs era, but, but maybe it wasn't, but I, I just hope here's my concern for Pochettino. If he comes back, I hope that he's, um, I hope that he's uh, not set up to, to fail again. I hope he's given the tools that he needs. Um, and, 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 um, I, I think uh, I think there's a potential for uh, you know success there with his return though. But let me ask you one thing, Terry. What's actually changed now? Let's assume Daniel Levy hasn't changed because the leopard doesn't change his spots. What's changed now between when Maurizio left eighteen months ago and potentially returning now? What's going to be different? Is he going to be given money to spend? What do you think? Why would he even consider coming back? Right. That's that's so that that's that's you're getting to what my concerns are. So if, if it's the same as 18 months ago, then that's a setup for failure. Um, but presumably he's going to come back and um, I hope get the money to, to get the players that he wants. And I think if that happens, then it might mean that there's a different different uh, role that uh, Levy plays as, as the chairman and, and that he's less hands-on. And, and so uh, there's somebody who's uh, a buffer between uh, Pochettino and his staff and the chairman in the boardroom. Um, maybe somebody like a um, – a director of, of football, you know, yeah. type type person yeah. to, to, to keep Levy at bay and keep his hands out of it. So <clears throat> there's got to be some changes. Um, things can't be the same if, if he comes back, because um, if it is, then then I, I think it's a setup for failure. And that's that's going to be too bad. Well, taking the emotional element out of it, you know, everybody loves Poch and what he did, etc. Take the emotional element out. He hasn't actually excelled himself as a manager since he's left us. So. He didn't win a league, which most PSG managers do. He he got knocked out of the Champions League semi-final. You know what is he actually? Was why do you th- think he's any better though, than when he left us eighteen months ago? What's changed? Well, I don't think he's necessarily any better. Okay. I, I don't. Yeah. I I I, I right. I, no, I, I think that's a really good question. Um, I think um, he's a manager still on the rise. Um, I, you know, if he doesn't come back to Spurs and stays at PSG, I won't be surprised. Um, because like I said, it seems a little unusual to, to ping pong back and forth so quickly between a club you just left. Um, but, um, no, I think he's, I think he's still a hot commodity in, in that, that elite market of managers that, that he runs in, you know, and, um, but I think there's, there's other managers that, um, you know, I'd be happy with, and, and a lot of other 
uh, Spurs supporters too. So, I mean, if, if, if he doesn't come back, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to cry over it. Sure. So there's currently a manager merry-go-round, isn't there? There's uh, Pochettino, there's Conti, there's Zidane, and there's three jobs. So there's like a, you know, we call pass the parcel, you know, see what happens, see where you end up. So it could be that Poch is actually really wants the Real Madrid job and the Tottenham job. If he, if he can't get Real Madrid, then he may go to Tottenham, but that could happen. But how would you, how would you react to getting Antonio Conte as manager? Um, well, um, you know, I, 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 I guess I wouldn't be as excited about it mm. um, because I feel like he's, he's part. The only reason I like Pochettino as much as I do is because he was just so fun and so great when he was at Spurs. Yeah. And, and, and I think he, I think he still has more to do in terms of his career. His, I think he's on an upward trajectory, but Conte seems like that old merry-go-round, you know, he, that, that we've seen, you know, maybe, um, maybe, maybe Mourinho's like now he's, he's in the Mourinho crowd for mm-hmm. me, you know, mm-hmm. he's, He's not as exciting. He's he's a name that's been around for a long, long time, um, and um, I don't know. It just he's he, uh, Pochettino's more like new blood, which seems to me is more exciting. Yeah. So Conte is a winner. He's won Serie A. He's won the Premier League. Yeah. He's won the FA Cup. So if we're looking for a winner, then we don't look any further than Conte. But you're right. Maybe he would clash too much with Levy. But I'm not sure why he left Inter without another job. It's all very sort of strange to me. All this stuff that's happening. But let me ask you. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah, go ahead, Terry. Did you want to say? Something? I just read an article just about why he's why he's leaving. There is maybe they just um. They're, I, I read an article that they're 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 tightening the purse strings there, and he's gonna not have as much uh, buying power as he wants for new players. Sure. So but, Conte maybe not come, but if Pochettino does come back, then uh, I hope he gets the money that he needs. Don't you think so for a rebuild? I, I hope that would be uh, one of his contingencies or, or one of his demands, you know, for, for returning that. And, and it's it's something really solid, like, you know, I get a budget of, you know, X hundreds of millions of dollars or, or you know, mm-hmm. hundreds, you know, uh, and so, so he knows what he's got to work with. Yep. Yep. No, I understand that. Yeah. So, um Thanks very much, Terry. I mean, any final thoughts on the on the manager's role? Anything anything you wanted to say before we, we close the call? Uh, I think I I, I think um, a lot of people are you know you hear a lot of levy out stuff and and you know um, I'm not in that camp. Um, I think he's done a lot for the club. Yep. However, I whatever the manager is, um, I hope that. Um, he, there, there, Levy stays out of it a little bit more. Yep. I, I wonder if somehow his he just doesn't have the experience um, with with the game, yep. really. No. You know, and, and he's more of a businessman. But yep. but um, and and I don't mean any no offense towards him. No, but no, maybe of that's course, the kind of change yeah. that we need. Okay, yeah. excellent, Terry. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your call. And let's do another call once the new manager's been um, appointed. We'll do a follow up call on that. Okay. Fantastic. Thanks, Thanks so much. Rick. Thanks, Terry. Take care. Take care, buddy. All the best. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.